Welcome to another episode of Safari Mike's Planet Watch. This is our third episode, and this time we're going to be talking about tortoises, one of the most universally endangered species in the world. Tortoises um, are different from turtles, which you know many of us see in lakes and rivers near our house, but tortoises are more land-based than turtles are. They have the high dome carapace shell that they, um, that they all have. They have a blunt head. They also have elephant-like feet walking on on those, while turtles are more aquatic. Tortoises live more more on land. There are many tortoises um, found at Disney's Animal Kingdom, or an Animal Kingdom Lodge for that matter. We're going to talk about a few of them, as well as one right here at home in the United States. Let's talk about first the Egyptian tortoise, which is found over at Rafiki's Planet Watch. It is critically endangered, one of the most endangered animals um, in the world. It's nearly extinct. It is also the smallest tortoise in the western hem- in the northern hemisphere. Excuse me. Females are bigger than males. Males have are a little bit slighter, um, a little bit bigger tail. The Egyptian tortoise follows what's called the Gloiger's rule, and that is uh, in animals that live in different types of habitats. They are basically more heavily pigmented, more colorful, in areas that are more humid, while um, Animals that live in more arid, desert-like regions tend to have less pigmentation. The Egyptian tortoise is found mostly in the desert now, but they could be found in woodlands and even salt marshes. They were once found throughout Egypt and Libya, but now are basically gone in Egypt, thanks in a large part due to the pet trade. Only 60 years ago, there were about 55,000 Egyptian tortoises, but now they are down to 7,500, thanks to both the pet trade as well as habitat destruction. Another tortoise that you find in Disney's Animal Kingdom is not far from Rafiki's, and it's over at Gorilla Falls, and that's the pancake tortoise that you can find over um, in the research conservation station in the Gorilla Falls. It is not endangered, but is listed as vulnerable, and it is named for obvious reasons it has a very unusually thin flat flexible shell very different from the typical tortoise that has the as i talked about early the high dome shell that you see and like the galapagos tortoise which we'll talk about in a minute they live in naturally dry habitats of africa but unfortunately the bizarre shell itself has made it very popular in private collections and in the pet trade they are found in Tanzania and southern Kenya, and possibly Zimbabwe as well. And they live in colonies. They share kopis, which is a uh, sort of a rocky outcropping in the middle of the savanna. And um, pancake tortoises, the males, will fight for mates. And like all other tortoises, however, they have a very low production rate reproduction rate, which leads to their um, endangerment and difficulty in recovering from habitat destruction and the pet trade. They are most active in the morning and in the early evening, and they like to hide in the rocks of the kopi during the dry, high heat of the African afternoon. Another tortoise found in Disney's Animal Kingdom is, of course, the famous Galapagos tortoise, and this is found in Discovery Island in the trail that leads behind the Tree of Life near uh, the entrance to Harambe. It is, of course, the largest uh, tortoise, some of them weighing 900 pounds. Like the pancake tortoise, it is not quite endangered, but is listed as vulnerable. There are several types of giant tortoises in the world. There's the Galapagos, and as well as the Aldebra 
tortoise, which is found um, east of Tanzania in the Indian Ocean. There's an island of the same name where these types of tortoises are found. Galapagos tortoises, of course, found in the Galapagos Islands um, off the coast of Chile. Now, giant tortoises evolved actually in South America, and they are the Galapagos tortoise is probably the most well-studied tortoise in the world, thanks in large part to starting off with uh, Charles Darwin, who studied them and used them in his um, book and in his theories about evolution. Some populations of the Galapagos to uh, tortoise are actually extinct, and they are now, uh, they, like all tortoises, they are ectothermic, which is another way of saying cold-blooded. Cold-blooded, of course, does not mean that the animal actually has cold blood, but instead they have no way of heating their uh, internal organs in their blood um, naturally, like you and I do as mammals or birds do. Instead, they have to sit out in the sun, and Galapagos tortoises will sit out and, and bask in the sun to warm up their body temperature, just like all other reptiles. They walk very slowly, less than 0.2 miles per hour, and they also nest. Now, um, they become sexually mature at 20 years of age. Again, that is a long time in the animal world. And Galapagos tortoises can live for quite some time. The oldest being recorded being um, 170 years old. Galapagos tortoises were down to about 3,000 left in the world in the early 1970s, but thanks to um, conservation programs, they're now up to about 20,000 tortoises. There's one more tortoise I want to talk about from the Animal Kingdom, but this one is actually over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and that is the radiated tortoise that you will see at Kadani Village just outside of Sana'a. These, like the Egyptian tortoise, are critically endangered. Habitat destruction, poaching for food have caused them to be uh, pushed to near extinction. Their lifespan is actually even longer than the Galapagos tortoise, and one was recorded to live to 188 years. The radiated tortoise lives in Madagascar, which is an island off the eastern coast of Africa that has a large, pop, uh, large number of endemic species, which means these are species that are only found on Madagascar. Madagascar, of course, is famous for the lemur, which I'm sure we will cover in a future episode of Planet Watch. It's called the radiated tortoise because it has a star-like pattern on its shell. And the shell is actually quite beautiful, so when you go down to Kadani Village and eat at Sanaa, which I think everybody should, you can check out the radiated tortoise. But this beauty of it um, does give it the uh, problem of being popular in the, in the pet trade. Like many tortoises, it is a herbivore. And um, the problem, as I mentioned before, was it was overexploited in the pet trade, habitat destruction of Madagascar. But you also have the problem in Madagascar of it being a very poor country. So even though there are now laws protecting the radiated tortoise in that country, there's almost no infrastructure or money to um, enforce those laws. Um, now, in captivity, there are about 300 radiated tortoises as they are trying to um, bring these species back from near extinction. It is part of an SSP program, which I've talked about on Radio Harambe a few times. And that is a program set across this country and other countries have similar ones where they exchange radiated tortoises across um, different zoos to ensure genetic viability. There is really no wild population of radiated tortoises left. And instead, they're only found in game reserves and the like. There is 
one other tortoise that I want to talk about, and that is one that actually lives here in the United States. It's not found in Disney's Animal Kingdom, but you can see it in some zoos, and it is the desert tortoise. There are two species of desert tortoise. One lives in the Mojave, and one lives in the Sonoran Desert. The Mojave uh, desert tortoise is actually named Agassiz's desert tortoise. And now where the desert tortoise lives, the ground itself can reach 140 degrees. Now I've been out in the um, the um, desert at 122 degrees, and let me tell you, it is hot. Because of that, the desert tortoise spends 95% of its time living in burrows. And those burrows are found over a home range that each desert tortoise has. Now they have various different burrows in their home range. And those other animals, uh, of course, who live in the desert, want to get out of the heat too, will use the desert tortoise burrows. Some of these burrows can host over 20 tortoises at a time. There are two white glands on males around the chin, and um, that kind of alerts them to being, um, being in mating condition. Now, the lifespan of the desert tortoise is 50 to 80 years, and they eat, um, they're herbivores, so they eat uh, wildflowers, grass, new growth cacti. Um, they are most active in the late spring in the Mojave, and actually in the late summer and fall in the Sonoran Desert. Water comes from plants for the most part. As you can imagine, an animal that lives in the desert um, doesn't usually find drinking water quite available, but they do still need it. So here in the desert, they get their water, like many animals that live in the desert, from actually eating the plants as the water is kept stored in the plant's structure. Um, an adult desert tortoise can actually go a year without drinking actual water. One of their defenses, um, unfortunately for them, is uh, they will empty their bladder when they are frightened from other animals as a defense mechanism. But of course, that will keep that will make that particular animal very vulnerable to dehydration. Populations declined nearly 90% over uh, the last um, 40 years or so. And the Mojave population in particular is threatened. They are vulnerable to disease. But currently, thankfully, there are about 100,000 desert tortoises in the wild. Now, as I've done on prior programs, I do want to talk about a couple of different organizations that you can reach out to, to um, if you're interested in helping protect the, the uh, tortoises. One is the turtleconservancy.org, and the other is the tortoisegroup.org. Now, um, turtles and tortoises are often grouped together um, because they are obviously related. And just looking at them with their shells, they look very similar. Today, we're only talking about tortoises, but the Turtle Conservancy does also protect tortoises. It started in the year 2002, and it is a large group of turtle and tortoise organizations that are funded through the, um, the Turtle Cons Conservation Fund. Now... Um, there are 25 of the most endangered uh, turtles and tortoises in the world are kept on the list by the Turtle Conservation Fund. And they tr tend to focus on not only tortoises, but freshwater turtles. The two are one type of population of the Galapagos tortoise, as well as the Egyptian tortoise are on that list of the 25 most endangered. Um, one other group is the tortoise group and that was started in 1982 and i encourage you to take a look at it because it is one way um people in who live in areas of um, these types of animals can help you will see 
um, that it goes a long way to helping the desert tortoise that I was talking about in Nevada and California and Arizona. There's information on what the tortoise will eat. And there's also information on how you can help uh, homeless, for lack of a better term, desert tortoises uh, by taking them in giving them the proper uh, habitat and food um, to keep the desert tortoise alive and well in its uh, natural habitat. Um, again, I encourage you to take a look at both of those organizations, and I thank you for your time and have a wild time. Mm -hmm.